Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hello, friends. I am pumped because today we are being joined by Don Richardson, who is a photographer and the owner of Tech Savvy Creative. She is incredible at all things tech, which we all need as creative entrepreneurs. And a lot of us probably are struggling in that arena. And so I'm really excited to have Dawn with us to tell us a little bit about her story and a little bit about some really tangible tactical things that we can be doing in our businesses right now to make sure that we're staying on top of our tech. Don, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, I know I'm just going to give you guys this real fast. Don and I go back like five, six years, something like that. We so. go back a lot of years. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to kick it to her because she knows her story obviously better than I do, but I feel like I could probably give you her full bio if I needed to. I think you could too. I almost want you to do that. You should- <laughs> So I'm Don Richardson, and like Laylee said, I'm the owner of Tech Savvy Creative and also Don Elizabeth Studios. I am based in San Antonio, Texas, and I have been in this industry for about five years. And yeah, gosh, Laylee and I go way back to one of the very first Hope Taylor <laughs> workshops way back then. A little bit about me. I am a software engineer turned wedding photographer. I have a history in IT. I worked at Apple where I did technical support and training. I got a, my degree from Texas Tech in information systems and then moved on to work in software engineering. And that's when I started my wedding photography business. This all came full circle though with Tech Savvy Creative when I got involved in the industry with Rising Tide and all of these community groups. When I realized that the part of my business that I loved the most, which were the systems, the tools, and all the geeky things were actually what most other creatives were really struggling with. And I spent a lot of time creating resources and educational content for those technology pieces that people were afraid of. And thus Tech Savvy Creative was born. We launched just a few months ago in January. And here we are now focused on helping creatives become confident in that thing that they're so terrified of. I also just want to add in, since I know your bio so well, that it's been really interesting to watch your journey in this arena because so many of us have come to you for tech advice over the past five years. And I've seen not just like myself and our mutual friends and people at conferences, but I also see a lot of people in Facebook groups and forums who have questions and you're constantly the one that people are recommending to go to for their tech advice. So I am (laughs) so excited that Tech Savvy uh, exists now and that you are able to kind of use that as a resource for people to easily find, you know, frequently asked questions. Because I think we all kind of ask the same things in the creative industry in one way or another, whether it's like website stuff or, you know, backup things or whatever it is. You're going to tell us all the things, you know, I don't know the words for them, but (laughs) I'm excited to talk about that. So I know that you have like a few different things that you can share today, but uh, I love hearing when you have like, you know, three things to put on your to-do list right now. Like, let's start there. Tell us what can we go and put on our to-do list right now to help our tech life in our business succeed? 
Absolutely. So there are a few things that I always recommend to my coaching clients or to anyone that I talk to when it comes to what should I be doing? The first thing I think everybody should focus on is organizing your digital life. Take care of those files, create a file system that works for you, that you can maintain and keep up with it. You will be so much more relaxed. You will be able to find what you need quickly, and you'll be able to provide an overall better experience in your business when you know where your files are, when you're not worried if you've accidentally deleted something. Um, and that's It's just really going to bleed into your business for sure. So that's where I always recommend starting. This is such an important topic. Just a couple of weeks ago, we launched the Spring Clean Your Tech Challenge at Tech Savvy Creative. It's a five-day challenge challenge and it's free and you can grab it over on techsavvycreative.com. But we just basically walk through five days of helping organize your digital life. So that's something available. If y'all aren't really sure where to start, we cover everything from files to your phone, to um, your browsers and all of that good stuff. So definitely one place that you should get started with the next one for sure. And this is really important to me as a photographer because we have so many files and they're so important. We we're holding memories of people's lives as a photographer. So it's so important that we have a solid backup system. If you don't have a solid backup system that includes a backup locally plus one in the cloud type uh, software, that's something you want to put on your to-do list right now. Um, I had my third hard drive fail in the last two months this week. (laughs) I lost my third hard drive. And one of our mottos when I was working in tech was it's not a matter of if it's going to fail, it's when it's going to fail. So you have to have something in place to back up those hard drives, those files, because you just don't know when it can go. The drive that failed this week, actually, I bought less than a month ago. So it wasn't an old drive and you just don't know. So a backup system, super important need to get that taken care of right now. Don't delay. The last one I always recommend doing is spending some time and dedicating some time and finding tools that work for you. These tools, um, whether it's client management, backup systems, they're not intended just to like flip a switch and all of a sudden everything's magical unicorns and rainbows. It's going to take some time to dive in and really figure out what tool is right for you. So dedicate some time, do some research, play with trials, experiment a little bit, and really find the tool that's best for you. Not one that's your business besties favorite, right? Or just because so-and-so recommended online, take some time and really figure out if that's right for you and your business. I love that you said that because I know that that seems to be a really common pitfall for people is they just kind of like, Oh, what do you use? And then immediately jump into using it themselves. And I do think there's something to be said for personal referrals, but I also think that it's really important to make sure that you're evaluating, like, why do you use this? Like, I know when we first met, I was using 17 hats as my CRM. And then I switched over to HoneyBook after researching a lot lot. And I'm still, <laughs> I still use and love HoneyBook and you use Tave. You use Tave. And yeah. I remember talking <laughs> I with you Tave. about it like in depth. And then I went and looked at it and we talked about it more. And I was like, we just found that that was not necessary for my systems and the way that I wanted to do things, but it was for yours. Exactly. And so I just, I love that you brought that. I wanted to kind of just harp on it for a minute. Cause I think it is really easy for people to fall into the, I guess, influencer pattern of like, this person uses it. I'm going to use it too. 
hundred percent. And that even goes a step further. Um, I have two businesses. I have the studio and then I have tech savvy creative and those two businesses are very different from each other. And I actually use two different systems for those businesses. So even me who I love Tave and I've used Tave for years in my photography studio, I'm utilizing Dubsado in my tech savvy coaching business, just because they're very different. We have different goals, different processes. And that was just the better fit. So again, it's not a cookie cutter. This is perfect for me. Like I'm going to make it happen no matter what. I really had to dive in and figure out what was best for me in that business at that time. I really think that is such a good point to kind of like hit home with. Okay. So on that note, I love those three things that people can put on their list today to like look into to start getting organized with. And I love that you have your spring cleaning challenge. I signed up for it myself. So I was getting those emails and I really love that the things that you tackle on there are like things like cleaning out your phone because that's, you know, how many times we run out of memory and cleaning out your inbox. And, and I like that it was broken up in a way that we could all easily do each of them. So again, if you guys want that free, the free challenge, we will link it in our show notes, or you can go to techsavvycreative.com, but we'll be linking all the things that Dawn talks about in this episode in our show notes at, so here's the thing podcast.com too. So Dawn, tell us a little bit about like your, when you say things about, um, organizing and backing up. So like, what are some really good brands or programs or softwares that people should be looking at to do like a cloud backup? And like, do you have a favorite hard drive that you found has been higher quality? Or, you know, I know I've, I always hear like the words like solid state versus, you know, whatever the other one is. Tell us a little bit about that. And we can hopefully like drop some of your recs into the show notes as well. Absolutely. So this is, this is kind of a hard one. I'm going to start with the hardware itself in terms of hard drives. Um, you mentioned solid state versus the other one, which is just uh, for Lehman's terms, a hard drive. Um, the difference between the two or solid state is what's called flash memory. And there's not any moving components in that drive, which in turn does tend to make them more reliable. They are less likely to fail because there's no moving parts to cause failure. So for example, most of our phones are uh, utilize a flash memory, so solid state, where a hard drive that you might be putting your photos on or even on their computer would be a traditional hard drive that actually has a disk that is spinning inside of that drive, which is why you do see a little bit more failure, especially if they get tossed around because they just have pieces that can break. Now, personally, if in a perfect world, I would love to have all these on solid state drives, that would be amazing. But solid state is more expensive. It's getting cheaper and definitely more affordable. When I lost the drive earlier this week, I did replace it with a solid state drive. And I really like it. It's really fast. Um, That's another bonus to solid state drives is they're faster, but it definitely cost me four times as much that than my other drives did. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That drive. Yeah. Right. It's like the pros and cons, right? But this drive is being utilized for my personal family photos, the photos of my daughter. So I wanted to make sure I had something really portable that would be more reliable. And that's just the Samsung, um, portable SSD. I think it's called the T5. Um, and I really like it, but again, it's more expensive than the normal drives that I use. When you say portable, is that something that you're going to be like taking that drive, that solid state drive, like with you, if you travel or like, is that, is that a time when you would want to invest more than something that like sits on your desk and doesn't get tossed around as much? Yeah, definitely. So there's a couple 
different types of hard drives. You might see a hard drive that says desktop drive to it. And that typically means that it needs to be plugged into power to, in order to operate. So they're like larger drives, they're cheaper, but they're not something you just plug into your laptop and go. They do require a power source like plugged into a wall also. So in this situation, we're talking about that solid state. Yes, I, I do plan on taking it with me when I travel and I take my camera and I'm visiting family. That's definitely going to be in my bag. Also considering getting one to be my normal working drive when I'm working on weddings and such, but to be determined, definitely. In terms of other hard drives that I love and I use constantly for my working drives, like I'm frequently using them for my photography business are the lacy rugged drives. They're those orange ones that have the orange little bumper on them. I love those drives. They have been super reliable. I have nine of them. And I, I know that because I have them labeled in front of me. <laughs> They're all right here and they've been really great. Also in terms of backup drives, the drives that are backing up these lacy drives, the ones that are connected to Backblaze, which is my cloud backup system. I love the Seagate desktop drives. They have been really great for me and they are very large. You can get them up to 10 terabytes and they're really relatively cheap. So those are the drives that I love in terms of hardware. In terms of software, I am a huge fan of Backblaze. I have over 30 terabytes of data up in Backblaze between all of my five years of weddings. A lot of files up there and I do back up almost everything, like all raw files, catalogs, you name it, they do go up into Backblaze. So big fan of that. Also, I love Dropbox, but I know a lot of, pe a lot of other people like iCloud Drive and others like Google Drive, but any of those systems are really great. However, if you are looking for a true backup that is mirroring your device, I recommend something like Backblaze over Dropbox. Dropbox is more intended to be like a storage solution, like extra space somewhere um, and having it in the cloud where something like Backblaze is intended for large amounts of data and actually mirroring a drive to another location in case that drive fails. That's super helpful. As you were like going through all of your hardware, I was like, hey, I use that. I use a lot of that. So that made me super happy um, to hear at least I'm like on the right track. <laughs> Hey, my fellow creative friend, I know that being a business owner comes with a ton of admin work, but it does not have to feel overwhelming. Today's show is brought to you by HoneyBook, the CRM for creatives that I personally use in my own business. HoneyBook has made my client management, accounting, and contracting so much easier. Plus, the back end is gorgeous and very user-friendly. You can try HoneyBook for free today, plus get 50% off your first year by heading to our show notes and using the referral link there. Trust me when I say from personal experience, HoneyBook is life-changing. Fun anecdote, not fun at all. Um, I once broke a hard drive at a Starbucks, just like an external. I was editing back when I was shooting a lot more and, and actually like running my photography business on a regular basis. And so I was at a Starbucks and I dropped it and it looked fine, but obviously the inside parts were broken. And oh, no. um, so, yeah, but back then, this was years ago, back then I did not have like all of the same resources that I have now and all of the same relationships I have now and all the same knowledge that I have now. I wish this episode existed back then because my solution <laughs> was to post about it. And I went to this like really shady, interesting man's house 
in the middle of like some really shady neighborhood <laughs> and he tried to recover the files for me and I just like sat in his house and I think he was like some kind of hoarder. Um, I really hope that he's somehow not listening to this, but like he was very kind. It was just like, <laughs> I was, you know, this 20 something young girl with like a broken hard drive in this man's house, like surrounded by his belongings and his cats. And I was like, just watching him try to salvage my files. And it was so traumatic. Anyway, all that to say, wish I had had backblaze back then I didn't. And I, no kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just, it was such a, it was a really good alert. It was a really good lesson to have learned in that time. Um, and I did get everything back and it was all fine, but the process that I went through was like, okay, well, this is a reality check. And thank goodness it happened in like my first couple of years of business so that I could easily, you know, remedy all of the systems that were not in place and get those things set up now. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. I don't know where to start. It's okay. Go to Tech Savvy. We're going to talk to Don a little bit more about like, where can you start today? But getting, getting your stuff into place is just kind of one of those things where like, I don't care how unsexy it is. Like you have to do it yeah. or you'll end up in some shady person's house. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to use that for all my clients. Like you will back up your files or... <laughs> Or you will be in danger. No, he was super nice. And like, honestly, it was fine. I, my husband like dropped me off and like, he didn't come in, but I, I was like, okay. I felt like a toddler, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So where, where can people start now? Cause we talked about a lot of different like items that they should maybe look at purchasing or softwares they should look at, you know, using what is like the very first thing. If somebody is listening to this and they literally are just kind of like, well, I get, I, you know, I've got some documents. I've got some files. I, you know, not even necessarily just photographers, like even with me, with the podcast, I have so many files, like so many recordings and, and audio backups and video backups and all the things. So like, what's the first thing somebody should do? Like, how can, how can people map it out in a really easy way? And then kind of like step-by-step tackle it. Absolutely. So I always like, like you just said, like map it out. Okay. Draw a, a diagram, put your computer in the middle. And I want to make sure that you have a place local, like on your desk with you that is backing things up, plus something that is not on your desk, not in your house. I want you to think of it in the way of if you were to lose your house tonight, if your house were to catch on fire, if a tornado were to come through, if a hurricane, I know that sounds really catastrophic. However, it does happen. And I want you to think in that sense, if something were to physically happen, where would I be able to get these files? So starting off with that local backup, plugging in a hard drive, having an automatic backup take place as often as possible. Um, If you're on a Mac, Time Machine backs up every hour, which is really great. And that's a really great way if you accidentally delete a file or if you accidentally lose a hard drive, it'll back that up really quickly. But again, start thinking about the offsite location, the cloud location. So if you have just a couple files, like maybe let's say just some documents, some graphics, things like that, a solution like Google Drive or Dropbox would be a really great solution for you. And utilizing that as your primary location to store your files. Every time you create a document, create it in Dropbox, create it in Google Drive, and just keep everything there. That's going to be really helpful to you if you end up with a new computer down the line or a second computer down the line, because you'll be able to get files on both of those devices without any issues. The other, the other piece of this is that cloud backup. If you're a photographer, if you're a podcaster that does have a lot of really big files, something like Dropbox might not be large enough for you or might not be quite as instant for you. So 
that's when you want to look into something like Backblaze that's constantly monitoring a hard drive and constantly backing up any time some files have changed. So if you're like me, who's a photographer, anytime I upload a shoot to the drive that Backblaze is watching, it automatically starts that backup process. Now, Backblaze is not intended to work from. Like I'm not going to pull files from Backblaze just so I can edit them. It's again, that true backup this is my safe place. So when that hard drive does crap out on you, they are somewhere. And that, that Backblaze was really the, the biggest blessing ever when I lost that hard drive that had all of my daughter's photos on it. And I pulled down from Backblaze uh, 250 gigs of raw files. So I had those photos still, but very thankful for that. Yeah. I mean, you didn't end up in some, some interesting person's house, so that's always good. Right. Um, <laughs> For sure. I think that's really important. Again, like you said, it's not, I mean, I think about all the different creative industries and different creative careers that you could have and how many of them rely so heavily on having so many files. And like, I think about like brand designers and graphic designers and like, how much time are you spending creating things in like all the different Adobe programs and then like losing everything would just be so awful. So oh, totally. I appreciate that. Yeah. I so appreciate that perspective and insight. And I like the idea of mapping things out. Like I'm just not, I'm not the most, like the most techie person. So I like to be able to like draw out, like this is the, what the flow should be. And that's what I did when I, when I created like my systems and things like that. So I like that. I use a lot of post-it notes and like map things out on the wall, like a crazy person who's like trying to find somebody, you know what I mean? With like the string, uh, like pictures <laughs> right, right. and string and like. Well, and you know, that actually brings up a really good point. This is an exercise that I have all of my clients do is like, let's map out your full workflow from start to finish. And when you do that, you realize how hard it is. It's not exactly a simple process. And it kind of brings to the surface that like maybe this process is too complicated. Are there too many points of failure? Would this confuse your client? And it really kind of makes you take a step back and like figure out, is this necessary? Is this bringing value to my business? Is this protecting me from a technology side? Or is this unnecessary? You know, is it too complicated? And do I need to make some changes there? Yeah, I think that is a really good point and something to think about for sure. All right. Well, I know that that was like a lot of information and I know that if you are not super techie like me and you're just listening to this, like in your car or something, you're kind of overwhelmed. But like I said, go check out the show notes. We'll be really detailed and try to make sure to have all of Dawn's recommendations there, but also make sure to go check out Tech Savvy Creative. We'll link her in our show notes, but it's just techsavvycreative.com. And before we let her go, I need to hear Dawn's unpopular opinion about tech in your business or utilizing, you know, technology in the creative industry or whatever it is. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. So for me, here's the thing. Like, (laughs) so here's the thing. You are not exempt. You are not special. You do not have a phantom hard drive that is better than everyone else's. You do not have a miraculous system that can protect you from all the things you have to know that technology is still technology and none of us are exempt from things failing. You have to have a backup plan. You have to be prepared to handle those failures because if you don't, it's going to be catastrophic for you, your business, and your livelihood. So no one's exempt. No one's special. You need to take care of this right now or you will regret it later. I really love that your unpopular opinion was so sassy and you're like, if you guys could see Dawn right now, she's got like a cute scrunchie with like a bow and she's like, looks so cute and sweet and bubbly. And she's like, you're not special. 
listen, you are not special, (laughs) but it's true. I mean, it is true in this sense. Like we have, we really have no control over some of the things that could happen with our technology. Like technology is amazing. It's an amazing tool. And it's, we're very lucky to be in a time where we have access to all of this technology, but at the same time, like the risks have never been higher. So I love the fact that you just brought that up and I'm excited for people to be able to like dive into all your recommendations and to be able to like track with you and your resources. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Dawn. You're amazing. I am. I'm just so thankful. Thanks for having me, Lily. Love you. I love you. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. I love you. We're in love. Okay. You know that it's a problem when you switch from like wearing leggings to not wearing leggings so much so that wearing leggings feels just as bad as wearing jeans. Like jeans. literally <laughs> any pants at all are a problem. Exactly. <laughs> I absolutely refuse. Like it's so true. <laughs> I'm like, hard pass. Do I want to wear my baggy sweatpants today or am I going to dress up and wear my leggings today? <laughs>